You're listening to sermons from St. Macarios the Great, Orthodox Mission in Hyde Park. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we've come to the fourth Sunday of Great Lent, this Sunday of St. John of the Ladder. Icons over there. And it's an interesting figure, St. John. He lived in the late 6th and early 7th centuries at the foot of Mount Sinai at St. Catherine's Monastery. He went there to be a monk at the age of 16. And then when he was about 20 20 years later, in his mid-30s, he went off to live as a hermit upon the mountain, about 20 miles from the monastery. And he lived there until he was in his 70s when the brothers of the monastery called him back to take over as the abbot. And it's an interesting figure because he gets this name, St. John Climacus, St. John of the Ladder, because he wrote a famous book. I mean, I don't know of any other author who's so closely connected with their work. And it really is the ultimate manual of monastic spirituality. And it presents us this image, you know, this, this image of the ladder that stretches from earth to heaven and presents us over the course of 30 chapters various practices, various spiritual dispositions, various spiritual attitudes that we can have that will help us to reach God. Renunciation of the world, stillness, prayer, and all the basics of the spiritual life are really covered in this work. And it's truly wonderful, but it's very difficult to read. It's very difficult. It's very difficult to understand in our own society. Because we have lots of these images of ladders in our own world, right? We have the corporate ladder. We're all trying to climb the corporate ladder. We have the social ladder. Maybe we have the economic ladder. These images of the ladder in our own society present us the idea of climbing, striving, of going somewhere, of making it to the top. And when we translate our own contemporary ideas into the spiritual life, we can often think that that's where God is found. He's found at the top. Or he's found somewhere in the future when we've arrived. That life is out there. That love is out there. That faith is out there. Everything is out there, up at the top. We have to get there. We have to strive But this is not the image of the ladder that St. John presents us in his wonderful book, The Ladder of Divine Ascent. See, his image of the ladder is not about striving or achieving or getting to the top, although 
There is the goal of reaching God that is certainly there, but really what St. John is driving at is a new way of seeing, a new way of seeing the world, a new way of seeing things. And he draws this image of the ladder from another ancient story. We have it in the Old Testament in the book of Genesis. The story of Jacob's ladder. This takes place in several chapters in in Genesis, starting around Genesis 26. And if you recall the story of Jacob, he's famous because he had a brother, right? Classic story of sibling rivalry, Jacob and Esau. And we know that Esau was the elder son, Jacob was the younger son. And as their father, Isaac, was getting ready to die, he called his two sons and he was getting ready to bless them. And Jacob, being the trickster that he is, or that he was, planned together with his mother, Rebekah, to steal the blessing, dress up in some sheepskins, I'll make some food, you go in, tell your father, whose eyesight is very poor, that you are Esau, and receive the blessing of the elder son. So they pull off this scheme, and it works, And when Esau comes back from his hunt, he finds out what has happened, and he's very angry. He's ready to murder his own brother. So, in fear, Rebekah says, quickly, Jacob, go to your uncle in Haran, and stay there until your brother is less angry. And so, Jacob sets off on this journey, and so on this journey, we have this event. He goes off, and this is the first time, this is the first encounter that Jacob has with the God of his fathers, with the God of Abraham and Isaac, the true God revealed in the scriptures. He's going along, and it's late at night. He needs a place to rest, so he finds a rock, and he uses that as a pillow, I don't recommend it, but that's your thing. And he lays down on this rock, and he has a dream. And in his dream, he sees a ladder stretching from the earth, ascending up to heaven. And on that ladder, the angels of God are ascending and descending. And the Lord stood before Jacob and said to him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. The land in which you lie, I will give to you and to your offsprings. And he says to him further on, Know that I am with you. I will keep you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have surely promised for you. And when Jacob woke from his dream, he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, but I did not know it. Surely the Lord is in this place, I did not know it. And he says further, How awesome is this place! It is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of 
of heaven. This is, I think, the spiritual revelation that St. John of the Ladder is communicating to us in his Ladder of Divine Ascent. The Ladder is not how we climb our way to God. The Ladder is not how we prove ourselves worthy of God. The Ladder is how we realize that God was always in this place, even when we didn't realize it. See, what the latter is teaching us is to grow in our awareness of the God who is with us always as we journey towards him. He's not off in the future. He's with us here and now. So this is how in one place, in, in chapter 27 of the latter, this is how St. John defines one aspect of this spirituality. He says, strange as it may seem, that's a good start, very odd, strange as it may seem, the hesychast is one who fights to keep his incorporeal self shut up in the house of his body. Strange as it may seem, the hesychist is one who fights to keep his incorporeal self shut up in the house of his body. The incorporeal self, that all of that it is to be human, our mind, our soul, our heart, our strength, all of our inner being, to keep that within our own body. I mean, it's so difficult. We all know this, right? I mean, so how easy it is for the mind to wander everywhere. How easy it for us to dwell in the past with nostalgia or reliving past events, thinking how we would have done them differently. Or how easy it is, it is to live off in the future in some great utopia that we hope to reach, or everything will be good if I just get that job promotion, or once I graduate from school, or we live in our problems, trying to work them out, or trying to make plans, or we just live with distraction. We put on Netflix or Disney Plus. And St. John is saying to us, keep all of that, everything that it is to be human, all of your, your inner essence, your heart, your soul, your mind and strength, keep it here within your body and be now here. That's what it is to be spiritual. That's what the spiritual life is about. To be now here. To be present to yourself and present to God. Because like Jacob discovered in his vision of the latter, this is the place where God is. God is not off in the future. 
He is now here. And if we can realize that, if we can learn to see in that way, if we can understand the latter in that sense, then we can say with Jacob that this is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Amen.